Brig. Don't fuck me on this. You better fucking behave. Oh, were you having problems with Craig? Yes, I couldn't download the the audio files, but I did in the end. I was still able to download them in the end. Okay. I forgot I shared this really cursed image of Drift. Just, what like, scroll image? up. You'll see... Scroll up in VC chat and you'll see it. It's, like, spoiled because I was like, I have no fucking clue what this is and I don't want to... Oh, like, yeah, that it. one! <laughs> Why does that exist? <laughs> did they also give him fangs in, like, an edit? Because I'm pretty sure he, he does not have actual fangs because they never... He doesn't have fangs. actual fangs in the comics. I am mad about that! <laughs> Though... I will check on uh, in the uh, drift drift spotlight. I pretty I sure he had got, them in the drift spotlight. I actually got um, a comic book that's literally all of, like of the big important drift comics. So there's like Empire of Stone, there's TF Drift, there's the Origin one, all of that. I put it away right now. I can go get it actually real fast. Oh, it wasn't it's spotlight drift, or... drift. It was uh, the drift it's... mini. Yeah, it's Origins and Empires. Oh, and they included, like, the cool Saren Stone cover. Oh, that's so cool. I got actually flipped through this. There's Spotlight Drift, Drift, and Empire of Stone. That's Welcome to It Was All Because of a Curly Straw. I'm Rain, this is Messy, and we are going Hello. to be talking about Escalation Issues 1 and 2. I've already read this. If it's, like, the earlier stuff... That involves, like, it, it, when was this fucking published? I don't remember. It was, it has to be, like, 2006. Uh, 2006. Yeah, so it was probably one of the earlier, because I actually started in terms of publication order. You know, like a dumbass. And, um, <laughs> well, I didn't know about the fucking, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it weren't in publication order. Not because, mm. you know, I'm fucking stupid. No, you're <laughs> not. I'm not. Um. Uh, anyway, but yes, this is one of the comics I read, so I have vague memories of how this goes. I have, like, a general idea of how, like, the story goes, but I'm not sure if it's all contained in this. Let's actually check. I've, I've already spo- I already know what happens, so there's nothing wrong with me spoiling it. Yeah, I know what happens. It gets, like, um, body horror-esque. A little bit. Yeah, it involves- uh, I forgot of the image of Hot Rod hugging the guy. Like a fucking teddy bear. The guy looks so uncomfortable. Hold on, I have to show it to you. It's really fucking funny. I have seen it. Uh, Saeed uh, uploaded it on their Tumblr with like a caption of like, when I asked my mom to buy me a stuffed animal, something like that. PC chat, it's just this. It's fucking... So for the viewers that don't know, it's like an image of Hot Rod holding like a human in like military clothes and like tan military a tan military-esque outfit, and he's, like, holding it like a child holds a stuffed animal to their chest. His, like, arms are, like, crossed over his chest, and he's hugging him, like, really tightly close to his chest. And the human looks very, um, uncomfortable. The human's just like, oh, please stop, you're crushing It's like me. when my dad gives me a hug from behind. <laughs> oh, man, that reminds me of the headcanon that, uh, Rodimus, before he was Rodimus, was a mini-bot. I love that idea! Yes! Mini Bot Rodimus! And somebody did a little thing about that where he gets where there was like a fanfic um thing. I think uh, I've read it. Yeah, it's I'm like not sure. Hot Rod. It's cassette hot rod. There was also a little short one thing I read about like mini bot hot rod hitching rides on Megatron's shoulders, but that was because it was funny. Anyway, let's actually oh. begin with um, Yes, let's actually begin. Uh looking at the covers. The second one, uh, I wrote in my notes, I'm looking at the covers, I'm sensing some foreshadowing here, and yes, there, it was some foreshadowing, and I was like, I saw the yellow, and I was like, is that Bumblebee? No, but it's not. No, it's it was in fact- They would never do that to Bumblebee, if I'm honest, like, they wouldn't, like, try and, like, permanently kill off Bumblebee. Shunstreaker is a less-known character, and of course he'd be the first guy taken out. Yeah, but Sunstreaker also wasn't dead. Yeah, I know. Sunstreaker doesn't... <laughs> Spoilers! Sunstreaker doesn't die. He suffers a much worse fate. Oh, he does? Um, when I said the body horror, it involves Sunstreaker. 
Oh God! Uh, and I it's only like read Escalation one and him. two. So if that okay, happens, so do you, do you want to know what I'm happens? I'm going to be fucking crying. Do you want to know what happens? I don't know what happens. Do you want I'm to know? I'm scared. Do you want to know? It involves uh... Hunter. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Spoilers? I'm going to bleep that because that's because we're going to talk about it next episode. Yeah. So for the, this is the part where I'm going to read. I'm bleep. So I just told you all. I mean, Rain. Sorry. What happens? And um, yeah, it's fucking horrific. I'm I'm upset now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go on with the comic. Yeah. Um... Why? How come from this angle it looks like the arc is like lost light shaped in that very first panel? It looks vaguely like the lost light a little bit. Hmm. I can kind of see it, like, if you know, like, it vaguely has, like, that Lost Light-esque shape. Maybe that's, like, just, like, a common shape. Well, the Lost Light was old, wasn't it? The Lost Light, if I remember correctly, belonged to these, like, two dudes, and then they got it at, like, the, um, at the Festival of Lights or something. The Festival uh, of Lights or something like that, yeah. But it was, yeah. like, it's, like, a very old ship, and they ended up decommissioning it. Yeah, uh, they were going to decommission it, and the reason why it was being sold was because of, like, the spark eater or whatever. Anyways, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> that happens. Um, but, yeah, it's supposed- the Lost Light is supposed to be really old. Yeah, so, okay, so maybe it's, like, because it's so old, it's, like, based off, like, the arcs and shit. Like, it was, like, maybe. modeled after them, and it was, like, a cultural thing. Yeah. Everyone, like, I like to, like- I just think it's, I like to think about how, like, in, like, for instance, hello? The logical ship or whatever. Like, we've, we've, you, cultures are weird. Cultures are funky. They're funky. They're allowed to be funky. It's, anyway, let's get on with the episode. We begin with Ratchet being like, yeah, we got to return you guys home. And, like, he's like, I don't want to do it. They're all like, I don't want to go back. We don't have anything to go back to because Verity is a runaway. Fairies um, run away. One guy got his, his business uh, got blown up, and the other guy literally lives to discover this kind of shit. So he's living the dream. Yeah, uh, like um, Hunter, he's like, I can't go back. No, I can't go back home. <laughs> no, it's like he's like, we're in too deep. If we try to return to our normal lives now, something well, we, we it just it just won't work that way. Um, I'm pretty sure what's his face is that the bandana's business got fucking blown up slash destroyed, so, like, he doesn't have anything to go back to. And Verity, she literally says that she's not been wanted anywhere since she started crawling, so we know her feelings on it. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Yeah, she kind of, she, she like, what? Like, she had, like, a neglectful mother or something. And then she got put into the foster system. Yeah, and then she kind of just got tossed around. <laughs> I love how... After that, like, Prowl, or not Prowl, Ratchet and Jazz and Ironhide are a little looking at each other like, the fuck? Do they even know what the foster system is? They do. Okay. This continuity doesn't have babies. Oh, yeah, they're probably, they're probably more confused about the fucking baby thing and then the foster care thing. They're very, they're probably confused about the crawling thing. Yeah. Also, I took, I, I, I read it down in my notes. Uh, the panel before uh where the decepticons are talking the proportions on their faces specifically ironhide and jazz <laughs> their mouths are like their mouths so... are so <laughs> this is like the opposite of when people like remove the nose and place the mouth super high up it's like they replace they put the nose back on it just lower the mouth it's like a fucking sims character it's like um what was that cartoon uh the girl named ginger I've never I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Oh fuck, you're younger than me. Um uh there was this cartoon, I don't remember the name, and if I did, I only ever watched it in Spanish, so if I said the name, no one would probably be able to tell me what it was called. Uh something like Keeping Up with Ginger or something. Oh, the girl and, as uh, told by Ginger. As, as, as told by Ginger. Yes, as told by her Ginger. Her mouth is so uh, low on her face. Like, yes, there is, like, their mouths are really, gap. really low on their faces. There is a foot-long gap between her nose and her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, man. Oh, this show would have stopped running when I was, like, five, but I didn't watch Nickelodeon as a child. That's probably why. 
I watched a lot of cartoons, um, mostly because I had a really tough time keeping friends. Uh, yeah, for me, <laughs> that problem didn't start with me until high school. I mean, middle school, not high school. In high school, I fucking finally chilled out and was like, oh, you know what? None of this shit matters. I'll make a few friends as, as an adult, and that will be enough for me. Anyway, um... Maybe Anyways, enough with the just... sad talk. We were lonely yeah, children. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, you already got the messy lore. You, I was fine with you leaving that in. Why does Megatron have such a nice side profile? He's just so pretty. Like, I'm a he's lesbian, asshole, but, but I can appreciate pretty. it. Yeah, like, his front profile looks like shit, but, like, his side profile? Well, it's like me. I have a very pretty side profile, according to my friends. It's like a picture. I don't know what like, you look like, but I agree with your friends. Oh, I could probably, I think one of my friends sent me an image about me that, like, they, that they got of me when I'm, like, distracted, and I'm, like, it's, like, a side profile of me, and, like, we're at the park, and it's, like, sunset. And you don't have to send it if you don't want to. Oh, no, it's fine. I don't really care. I need to dig it up. That's the issue. Once again, Megatron's mouth is, like, really fucking weird looking. Who the fuck drew this? It's Why like, are her mouth so low? It's, like, the, it's, like, it's so it's mouth. frowny. Yeah, it's so frowny. It's, like, a fucking Muppet mouth. It's like you a know, permanent frown. Yeah, a permanent frown, but it looks really weird. It look it. I can't even make the like. It looks like okay. So you yeah, know it those, literally like, looks like a muppet mouth. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then have you seen the Muppets? I have seen the Muppets. I have. I really like the Muppets. Um. I, I we have a bunch of. I, I find it really funny that uh, they made like a quote unquote video game. With yourself as the main character, it's fucking Sunstreaker because he's just that vain. Is this like a nod to like uh, Sunstreaker being an artist? Maybe. Because I don't remember if Sunstreaker being an artist is like. Let me look that up. A canon thing. I think it's got to be because by this point it's so widespread. Like there yeah, are but some that also it could also be fanon, like really widespread fanon. Just like how every, like, everyone, it's not canon, but everyone knows that Megatron and Optimus are divorced. Um, like, everyone just knows that. Cartoon. Like, we all know that Sunstreaker is vain. That's been, yeah, like, a thing since, like, the beginning. I want to tell you about Transformers. There is, actually, actually, is a very long page. Okay, in the Dream Dreamwave Generation 1 continuity, it says, before joining the Autobot Army, Sunstreaker was a successful mural artist. Well, okay. So, yes, so he, he was legitimately an artist at some point, and that just stuck with the entire continuity. Oh. <laughs> it kind of sucks that it came from Dreamwave. Yeah, the Dream Dreamwave fucking comics. Is it? Aren't the aren't the rights gonna go to Dreamwave again? I don't fucking know, man. Let's not talk about this. Let's let's ignore that. Let's pretend that it's never gonna happen. Let's, uh, let's I thought it was gonna go to Dark Horse. I thought Dark Horse. Yeah, I thought it was gonna go to Dark Horse, but whatever. Anyway, I don't know if it was um, like an April Fool's thing about like the. It better not be going back to Dreamwave because Hasbro knows how badly that flopped. <laughs> I've never even yeah. read the Dreamwave comics. I kind of want to. I kind of want to read, like, the older Marvel comics just to see what the fuck they're like and how crazy they are. But I feel like I end up going through so many. Anyway. A lot of them are written by, um, Simon. No, those are the UK comics. The UK comics were written by, um, by Simon. Ah, shit. Also, I'm glad that they have finally taught, like, the Autobots how to not be creepy with their holoforms. Yeah. Like, yes. Don't... Give them normal facial expressions. Yeah, just give them normal facial expressions, please. The smiles are very, very creepy. <laughs> I'm just glad that like everything is uh well not normal, but um oh well. Sunstreaker is very angry. Sunstreaker that he is has not to... happy. He's like, I am he's like, I don't know what the fuck I did, but I don't want to fucking be there. Like fuck this shit. Yeah, he I don't said, wanna like I don't wanna yeah. be in a room with sneaky humans. He says not my idea. Still trying to work out exactly what I did to take off. Oh fuck, Prowl. my order's complete. Oh my god, they didn't even knock. Ah! <laughs> Go get your food. Hell anyway. Yeah. 
Are Sunstreaker and Sideswipe actually twins? I don't know if that is a fandom thing. I think it's canon in some It cases. is a canon. Uh, they would call each other brother uh, in the original cartoon. So since then, they have been uh, twins. And um, I hmm. actually brought it up in my notes. Like, I wonder where Sideswipe is. Yeah, where is Sideswipe? Is he dead? I mean, maybe this is probably why Sunstreaker's so grumpy. It's like he's been separated from his brother and, like, depending on how, like, the fandom categorizes it, they're either just relatives, they just come from the same spark, or they're, like, spark twins that have, like, a natural desire that want to be close to each other. I would uh, kind of go with that. That I lab. don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mostly know. read uh, fan fiction yeah. about these two, like, yeah. being brothers. Yeah, uh, same. But nothing else. Yeah, uh, that's uh, why I'm I being like, I don't know them. how it works in IDW or any of the other continuities for that matter, and I don't think they actually talk about it that much. They don't. Uh, at least not, like, around this time. Uh, I think later in the comics they do bring it up, uh, like, specifically in Phase 2. Um, like... Uh, Sunstreaker was on the Lost Light um, before Megatron, and then stayed on Cybertron when Megatron uh, joined the Lost Light. So he was in, like, the later half of... um, He wasn't, like, very present in Lost Light. I I mean, in More Than Meets the Eye. And then when he got off the Lost Light, he was more present in XRID. Uh, Specifically, the Optimus comics... And the Tillalar one. No, Tillalar one, he wasn't very uh, present. He was more present in the you know Optimus really comics. Sad? I do remember I that. I know exactly what happens to Sunstreaker. I'm not going to say anything. It's just sad. Uh, we're know, not going to talk just... about that right now. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk mean, about what happens to the I twins of... because it's very sad. Yes, it's very sad. I do like to think about how, what is your headcanon for how Spark Twins work? Uh, my head canon is that, like, it starts out as, like, maybe, like, an, um, like, a spark that's probably, like, a little bit bigger than most others, and then it keeps growing, and it splits into two, and then they grow two bots. Maybe they're similar, maybe they're not. Uh, but, uh, I think it's, like, um, they have, like, a pull for each other they yeah. they like want to be close and when they're like further away from each other they're they like they feel the distance like they they feel yeah. they physically yeah. feel the I distance feel like there's different types other. of spark twins so there's like types that like can better handle being separated and maybe they were just like i kind of have like different theories because i like to get a little bit wild um in some cases, I like to think that they're two sparks that split off while the body was forming, and that they're a lot closer. And then there's one where they technically both come from the same spark, but that's when they were still sparks. And if it happens relatively early enough, they could they handle distance better. And whatnot. interesting, yeah. But if like if they're already like forming a body or whatever, like and they split off, and like the protoform ends up separating, and they're like they probably look more alike and whatnot. Yeah. I just, I have theories, and I love them. I like that theory. I love theorizing. It's fun. And, like, you, in the Transformers fandom, you can just go wild with it. Yeah. I do like that they stick with their, um, G1 alt modes, because I'm, I I like it when Ironhide is, like, a big van. He's just a van. He's just a jo- he's just a really he's big just, he, the back is where he stores his cannon. Yeah. And uh, Sunstreaker, uh, his car is so pretty. He got a fast car. He's a fast anyway, car and I love Optimus him. is just being Optimus. Yeah, like I can tell like the faces that he's talking to. The one in the middle is, I think, Ultra Magnus. The one on the left, uh, on the bottom left, is maybe Springer. The other two, I'm not sure. Because I was, like, thinking that uh, the one on the right, the only one that we can see on the right, is Cup. But that's not it really what like... his helm looks like. Uh, they might have just been random people they got drawn in. One of these guys looks like he has a snorkel. 
I'm not even gonna lie. It looks like he has he's he's like snorkeling. <laughs> it's um sea spray with this fucking like garbly voice. <laughs> I don't know how to do that voice. So neither do I. I probably used a voice changer. I know those existed back in the eighties. I I think it I think it was the, like someone's uh like voice like they were doing that with their voice. I think it was Frank Welker that did that voice. Maybe. Cause Frank Welker has like a wide range of voices. He's Scooby Doo. He's Fred. Shit. Shit. Megatron. <laughs> he's like his range is like pretty gnarly. Cause he's cause you like listen to those three different voices. Scooby, oh no, like like Fred, Scooby Doo's voice came up in my head of the rut row, and I'm like, oh my God, that's Frank Welker. No way. He's so like growly. It's like, oh my god, that is like, Frank um, Bucker. And it's like, um, also, what's his who who played Koyunjin? That guy actually has like Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson actually doesn't naturally sound like that. He's actually a very chipper, happy guy. Like, if you've ever seen the Lego movie, the nice cop, Liam that's Neeson? like, I think Liam I Neeson's it. niece, son. Yeah, I think like the good cop voice from the Lego movie is like his natural voice, it's more closer to his natural voice. Like, he just sounds like a happy guy. Because, like, I remember I, wa- I used to watch the movie over and over and yeah. over again. And I watched the developer comment, the director commentary. And, like, they were talking about how there were some scenes where, like, they had to, like, get him over the phone. And they were talking about how, like, he's actually just sounds naturally quite happy. He just, he can just go into, like, the big grovelly, like, growly voice in, like, a snap. And I'm like, shit, that's good. Oh. Uh, that reminds me that uh, when my sister and I were little, we had the um, the Scooby Doo live action movies. Oh god! And we loved watching uh, the first one, but specifically with the commentary because we liked uh, listening to the actors talk about the movie. <laughs> Listen, the live action movie was bad. <laughs> it has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Anyway, we got to um, the mechanisms. The mechanisms. What are they fucking? Uh, who is this? What is this guy named? Does he even have one? Why does he have the same chin as like the Ultra Chad meme? Hello. He does. He has the same chin. In that one scene where he's like putting on like the headset and like talking to someone, it looks like he has the same chin from the Ultra Chad meme. You're right. He looks like the Ultra Chad a little bit in that one panel. Like, he has, like, the cur- weird curvature in the jaw. Yeah. Can his you feel my heart starts playing? So big. His jaw is fucking His massive. neck is also really, really big. He is, yeah, his, he looks like Superman, but, like, sir, you look like a fucking gorilla from the side. You're All scaring right. me, sir. Yeah, so right, so usually humans like their our necks just don't go right. There's like okay, so like there's like a dark our head is circular. You've drawn like side profiles, haven't you? He doesn't have like a good side profile. His neck just goes like directly into his head. There's no like curvature part a little bit towards like the yeah. It's just skull. like it's, it's just barely, there. It's barely there. It's there, but it's barely there. Yeah, it's not there enough for it to be. Also, there are so many errors on this map. They misspelled St. Louis. That is not Memphis. That's like where Little Rock is. The boot on Missouri is way too far into Arkansas. Now, right, have you? Did you look at the map for long enough and realize there's so many errors on this? I don't know geography that well. Okay, so I actually live in Missouri, so. Mm. Hell State 2.0. St. Louis is not spelled like that. It's spelled St. Louis as an L-O-U-I-S. The boot is way too far in. That boot should not, there should not be like that little gap between like the little boot on the bottom in Arkansas. You see that gap right there? That shouldn't exist. The boot should be on the very end. Memphis? No. What happened to Arkansas? Did they cut off like a, bro, Arkansas like got like destroyed. I guess in this continuity, the boot of fucking. For some reason, Memphis is where, like, Little Rock should be, I think. Either that or the map is just oddly tilted. But it looks weird and, like, wrong. Reminds me of, uh, the, <laughs> the map, map error in TFP. 
where they they put Louisiana in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Like Louisiana this isn't is where Louisiana should be. It's in the middle of yeah, Texas. Yeah, and you can tell that like they probably did that all that uh, did that was all on separate layers and whatnot. Probably so they could like drag it and then zoom it out. Because I think that I think at some point they like zoom the map in and out. Yeah. I don't remember. So they probably did that and then someone just moved a layer by accident at the very last second. And like that fucked up the entire map. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you actually like get a map and you compare it to this map, you're gonna notice a like, shit ton of errors. Like Illinois is massive. Like it's way too big. I just noticed that as well. Illinois is huge. I can barely see it, but it's kind of there. Yeah, it's like massive. Like, okay, I want I need you to pull up a map of like the central United States. <laughs> just pull it out. Pull it up. While you do that, uh, the next uh, page. Yeah. It's really funny because. <laughs> Sunstreaker, the speed limit. Oh, come on. It's like a kid. <laughs> it's like having to tell a kid, like, when they're driving, slow the fuck down, please. You're, like, going to get us all arrested. Bad enough I gotta share my upholstery with a species that sheds skin on a regular basis, but now I gotta supersize the experience? He's very grumpy. He doesn't want to be here. I, listen, isn't it common that there's actual transformers that like have like organophobia of organics of certain species of organics? Like I know Fulcrum hates humans because they sweat. Yeah, a lot like, of them hate organics, Megatron included. Like I'm, I don't remember if if Sideswipe doesn't like them either. Um. Sunstreaker gets, like, a real specific hatred towards humans in general, and you will see why in this issue. And you will see why in, like, these issues and whatnot. I don't remember if Sideswipe has it. Um, Fulcrum, in specific, does not like humans because they sweat. I think it's I remember entirely... that. Hold on, let me look it up, Fulcrum. He just... He thinks they're gross. Yeah, we are gross. He and bounced. Verity and the other dude with the bandana, I don't remember his name, they're just bored in Ironhide. It's humans, I hate, have you seen them? Absolutely covered in pores, and when they exert themselves, it's, they secrete this, oh, can't even describe it. <laughs> We're covered in pores and we sweat, and that's why he hates us. I mean, I guess sweating would be weird to robots, like... Like, that's, like, a legitimate thing that if, you know those questions where, like, if you could get rid of this one bodily system and with no consequences, what part would you remove? For me, it's sweat. I would just remove me whatever. Me I don't like me. sweating. Like, and that's, like, legitimately, like, every time I go outside, like, or exert myself in any way, shape, or form, it's just, why am I suddenly drenched in sweat? And it sucks. There's better ways to cool myself down. Why can't we be, like, dogs? Funny thing, I actually don't sweat that much. Oh, are you the type that glistens? Yes. Yeah, okay. You're, uh, shakes hands. Yeah, same. I don't think I've actually, actually sweated before. I think I did it once and it was like a single bead of sweat. Yeah, when it gets like really hot and I don't, and I forget to turn on a fan or the a or the AC, I just like, why, why is it so hot? And then sometimes it's just like a drip down my face and I'm like, oh, right. I forgot to turn on the air. <laughs> the air needs to circulate. <laughs> Yeah. Here it's humid, so, like, for me, sweating, like, you can't, like, sweat, sweat. It's just so humid out that, like, it doesn't evaporate properly, so it just sticks to you. Anyway, it's time to attend New Megatron's university lecture. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is funny because like. this happens in, the, in, in More Than Meets the Eye. It looks like he's giving a lecture at, like, a university or, like, a panel or something. He's standing at the podium. Yeah, and, and the other Decepticons, it looks like... Um, like, he's yelling at them for doing something bad. He, they, he is. He's threatening them. He's like, if you're gonna, if you pull this shit again, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, and it's really funny. The like, fucking, like, uh-huh, gotcha, understood, ditto, crystal, clear. I love that Blitzwing says ditto. That's, um, that's Skywarp, I think. No, oh, you're uh, Blitzwing. I thought, I can't read. I can't, I thought you said gotcha. No, I said ditto. I can't read. I can't read. You can't hear either, apparently. I can't hear. I can't read. I took AP language and fucking... I can't read. I'm illiterate. Congratulations. It literally looks like they're attending a lecture. 
It does. It's so funny. Also, that one where he's like, is that plainly understood? And he looks old. He like he has like the line, like the stress line that goes in between your nose. The I mean, he is goes, old. Like, he's like four mil. He's like a little over four million years old. Why is he so fucking hot as like a slide profile? The fuck? He's really attractive. <laughs> Whenever like he's not like facing directly forward, if it's like a three fourths view or like a side profile, he's like immensely attractive. But the moment you like stare at him from the front, it's like, yo, you're not that good looking anymore. I'm sorry. Really anyway, funny. um, he tells, um, he says he actually admits that Starscream did something right. Uh, holy shit, are we sure Megatron isn't the fascist smile? Or, hold on, I have to look something up. It, I, I think this? it's facsimiles. Facsimiles, facsimile. It's saying it's facsimile. Facsimile. I've heard it pronounced facsimile. Facsimile. Yeah, I can't fucking say Interesting. shit. Interesting. Facsimile, anyway. So he's like, send out the facsimiles. <laughs> English, none of us are good at it. And I'm the one that took AP language and had to like write papers and shit. But that didn't mean I'm good at talking. Spanish isn't even my first. Uh, Spanish? Spanish what? is your first language. Spanish is your first Sp language. Spanish is my first language. English, English isn't, isn't first my first language. I actually got uh, like a Quebec. Okay, so I work at a school, and that means I have to vacuum up language arts rooms. And the eighth grade rooms are very interesting because the teachers will like lay out books in like a way that like attracts eyes. And like one of the teachers whose room smells like both cologne and like sunscreen at the same time somehow. Bleep that out. You might want to bleep that I out. I will. Anyway, it reminds me about how, like, I read, for some reason, being, like, English isn't my first read, it reminded me where I grabbed this book called Front Desk, and it was just out, and it talked about how, like, this girl was like, I want to write a novel, but my parents say I should stick with math because English isn't my first language. I was literally reading, like, bro, I'm pretty sure there's books written by people whose English is their first language that would be a lot worse than, like, whatever your first draft would be. <laughs> like, girl. You can do it. There's plenty, like, you. yeah, like, there's, like, legitimately published novels out there that probably have worse English, honestly. Like, it's called I can give you one example, and I think you know which one. Which one? Fifty Shades of Grey. I literally said that! <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, after he's, like, Blitzwing, ac activate the facsimiles, and he does the weird anime eye thing where, like, one of his eyes glows really brightly. Yeah, and the other eye is just, like, covered in, like, shadow. Yeah. And he's, like, activate the, like, act goes to, like, Lebanon, Minnesota? What is M.I.? Michigan? What, what state is M.I.? Michigan. Oh yeah, it's Michigan. It's Michigan. 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 We don't pronounce the ch. We say it as a sh sound. Michigan. Michigan. Okay, this is like me saying herb instead of herb. I'm just saying it to fuck with you. I know it's Michigan. Uh, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I'm not even fucking you know Christian. Anyway. Um, um, nobody questions the largest fucking tra trailer, like, big-ass truck just heading off the road in, like, a place that's clearly not a road. And, and then it attacks people. Like, these people. Like. I'm just driving to work. Those are, like, people. major collisions that could kill people. They don't and care, like... I don't think. Huh? They don't they don't care, I don't think. Like I think that's kind of like the point. Like I think I think it's like to show that like they don't care if normal people get in the way, they're willing to do it to like try and like protect humanity or whatever, but they don't care if like normal people get in the way. I love the little image of Verity in like the car being like someone's blocking her internal car. Just look at Verity. Look at the face she's making. Shock. Hold on, I'm posting like it the in tiny position. one where her eyes are just dots. Yeah, I love it when their eyes are just dots. I love that. I love it so much. Yeah, but I think it's like the show that like these people, whoever they are, the me the mechanists or whatever, are um they don't really care about normal people. They just care about getting the job done. It's meant to show that they're like amoral or whatever. 
funny thing though too Ironhide uh like at this point <clears throat> the Autobots don't care as much about humans either because Ironhide like backs up into a car and totally to and, and like just totals it and then <laughs> the poor person inside the car in front of him and you can see that it's like completely crushed yeah that's like somewhat like if they're that's someone yeah like jesus christ like if someone was in the back they would be totally squished they would be dead I also, it's kind of also i'm just like to point out that what he's doing reminds me how of like in like racing games how you can like just sort of like peel back and peel forward and in like racing games and stuff and it looks very much like not accurate what ironhide is doing i don't think is actually possible with a van yeah i don't think so i think the van would actually be totaled too well here's the thing it's an autobot so it doesn't matter anyway they yeah. come out anyway people come out of the fucking the machinists come out looking like doom marines. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. They look like the old style of the doom marine. I don't like them. I see them and I don't like them. And yeah, we don't like them. But they look like the doom marine. Iron Knight, I... how do you not notice the things dropping out of the car? They're like bright fucking red and they don't even blend in with the ground. Well, then again, they're mines and he's probably not looking down. Mm, yeah. Also, poor fucking like Hunter. Yeah, I feel bad for him. He Poor just baby. gets, like, fucking shocked. He's, like, what, 19? 20? I think he's supposed to be 18. Yo, yeah, he's, like, 18. I think the oldest of them is, like, 19. God damn. And Verity, I think, is 17. Or 16. I think she's, yeah. like, 17. She's in, like, that stage of 17 where, like, you're close to being 18, but, like, you're not, I don't think. She's, like, <laughs> doesn't she say 17 and a half or something? I think so. Yeah, so she's, like, very close to being an actual adult. Yeah. And then Hunter and the other guy, they're like, Hunter? In my notes, I, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, Sunstreaker, no, you bastards! Fuck you! And then, oh, yeah, Hunter, too. Oh, yeah, Hunter, too. And, like, Verity and, like, is, like, the fact that Verity's face is pressed up against the window and she looks, like, kind of, like, haunted. Like, there's no, like, coloring of, like, her pupils or anything. It's just iris. And I think that gives her a very haunted look. Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. On to the next one. Wheeljack, he's in the cover. I love you so fucking much. Yeah, anyway, Sunstreaker gets blown up. We forgot to mention that. He just gets fucking blown up. And like, yeah, they have to, like, uh, Sunstreaker got blown up. Uh, and Hunter's and... gone. Oh, I didn't even notice Jazz in the cover. <laughs> Me neither. I just noticed him. Same. He's like on the ground. He's like, Bleh. I'm dead. <laughs> All that's missing is like the tongue out, but uh, I don't Bleh. think they have tongues yet. Not yet. They do later. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, anyway, here, um, these two motherfuckers are talking about a war that they're trying to, uh, make longer because it's more profitable. Like, what are you? The, Ameri the American this government? Is this is legitimately the, just the American government. They're even standing under a picture of, like, a thing of James A. Garfield, so which is not surprising. I'm pretty sure that guy would suck ass anyway. Yeah. Like, one of them says, stability over there is, uh bad for business here is that it oh goddamn! i, I just he, know that he's gonna die because the Dece because the decepticons are looking for him and they're gonna kill him yeah good he's a fucking republican <laughs> fuck him okay the the page after that uh where optimus is there <laughs> it's really funny because uh the car next to him is like he's on the phone and he's like what that's a big ass truck oh yeah it's just like it's like it, lo it looks like, like some dude going to the fucking office or something yeah it kind of looks like he's just looking over and like where the fuck did that truck come from the fuck that was not there like 20 minutes ago huh you can see wheeljack jazz and optimus yeah they got away oh man seeing that panel of sunstreaker up in flames it's very haunting. It's it very hurts just, holy me. shit. It hurts me so much because I really like Sunstreaker. Yeah, he's cool. We like him. He's like I an arrogant him. bitch, but we love him. 
Anyway, Ironhide is like explaining to Optimus for it sounds like the 15th time about what happens. And he's like, there wasn't much left. And um, there wasn't much left and I couldn't get him. Oh man, I'm going to cry. And then they ask about like Verity and Jimmy. Um, I mean, he's how he starts talking about how Hunter was inside. And then um, Ironhide's like, this has to be Decepticons. We have to kick their ass. And he's like, it's no, absolutely the fuck not. Prime was like, no. You're not doing that shit, man. Sorry. It's what they would want, so we have to not avenge our fallen comrade. Bro, by this point, like, the Decepticons, I think, are just like, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, they're motherfuckers. And he's like, okay, well, we have to get the humans back there in case this is some kind of reprisal or whatever. Because Megatron did see Verity. Like, they just stared at each other. They stared at each other for, like, a good ten seconds. Like, no, that was at least a minute. And, goddamn, Jimmy's like, Verity, Verity, talk to me. And Verity's and just sobbing the in, like, a really page. gross gas station toilet. Yeah, she's, she's like crying. And then the next page, Megatron says, talk to me. It's like, oh. Nice. Transition. I love that transition. I can see that being done into, like, a movie where it's just, like, instead of it being, like, Verity, Verity, instead of him saying it, it flash cuts to Megatron saying, talk to me. Oh, that so, would like, it's be just, like, really it's, like, cool. a really jarring effect. I'm just imagining that where he goes from, like, whoever, Jimmy, yes, it was Jimmy, I keep forgetting that, Jimmy's, like, much younger voice to, like, the deep-throated, like, so, like, deep-throated, deep-throated, <laughs> the, um, the uh, like the like the deeper, more gravelly voice of Megatron, and like the jarringness. Oh, it gives me chills. <laughs> and Skywarp and Thundercracker are on a mission to destroy a, uh, plant. a plant, a nuclear power somewhere plant. in the Middle East. And they talk about how the fuck Skywarp survived, and they're just like, "You're lucky he put you in the CR chamber and not in the ground." Yeah. And like I the fact think... that they're like have casually having this conversation while they're just bombing a fucking power plant is a little bit scary. Yeah, there's just like, oh, it's just another Tuesday. Yeah, it could be Starscream. That's kind of dark. Oh, Doesn't God. Starscream end up like get staying alive? Yeah, because he shows up later. Yeah, so of course he, he shows up. He he literally shows up later in phase in phase one still in uh all hail Megatron. Yeah. I remember shit gets like dark, like the like the Decepticons like take over like the Earth and try to like nuke New York at some point. I think so. Yes. It's shit, motherfuck. And uh, what was it? Um, it also gets dark with like the relationship between Optimus and uh, no, not Optimus and Megatron, Megatron and Starscream. Yeah, it's a lot. Like I'm pretty sure, like if this wasn't enough to convince you that they fucking hate each other, like anything that happens, at, like Megatron just fucking shoots Starscream without like a second thought. Yeah, there's also, um, I haven't read this comic yet. Uh, I I just know that like uh, it happened. Um, basically, uh, Megatron disappears, quote unquote. Or, or quote-unquote dies and comes back. But Starscream ends up in charge of the Decepticons, and he ends up not being the best leader, uh, and the Decepticons start to cannibalize each other. And when Megatron comes back... He beats the shit out of Starscream. Yes. Again. Uh, uh, again. And it's just fucking heartbreaking because i remember this one panel that i saw i didn't read the comic but i saw a panel where megatron says something to starscream and starscream's just like biting his lip and he's like i don't want to hear this and i'm like no No. baby baby boy i know you're evil but baby he's my baby boy i know like you said i know he's evil but he's my fucking baby Baby boy! I, I got my yeah, first Megatron toy. I, I got my first Megatron toy, and I have several Starscreams. I'm keeping Megatron on a different shelf. I am literally going... Okay, so fun fact on my shelf, Megatron and Starscream were separated by Drift. <laughs> I was going to originally have it, so that way I, could, I would, like, take off Megatron's head and have 
have stars. That's funny. I love that. And yeah, I'm gonna have like Megatron. Like when I get like more seekers, I'm gonna like hang them from the ceiling and have them just <gasps> surrounding Megatron, pointing their guns at him. <laughs> That's really funny. Something that confused me, uh, is that when Megatron after like the uh the Skywarp and uh, Thundercracker bomb that uh, power plant. Um, Megatron says, See that our puppets dance to the tune they were taught, do not improvise, and run amok and run about. One of them says, Yes, Megatron, and. One of them is saying, Yes, Megatron, no and then they acknowledge the order, and the other one is saying, No, Megatron, as in we will not improvise. Oh, I okay, think, now I get it. I, I, was think confused. How I think that's how it's going in, because, like, it's like. There's one of them is agreeing to the first part, and the other one's disagreeing with the second part. I find it very interesting that part of the plan is to intentionally get the organic species to like wipe themselves out for the most part. Like, yeah, they so that have... they don't have to do any work. Too bad organics are chaotic. She's sad. She's sad. She's sad. She's very sad. Holy shit. And then there's <laughs> Wheeljack and um, Jazz being sneaky around a police inbound. Oh, I find that really fun, and it's just like, oh, don't worry, just some mild breaking and entering. Yeah, just some mild breaking and entering, that's all. And then they find, uh... I like how Jazz grabs his gun midair when he transforms. It's really cool. It's like, he's, he's, he's the cool guy. He's just like, he's just so funky, I love him. He is the cool dude. There's so much goddamn sushi. I'm gonna like probably go to bed I, after this. I I hate the mechanists because they killed a dog. Yeah, you know. Oh my god, there's like a TV trope about this. How to tell if a bad guy is evil? They kill the dog. Hold yeah. on, I have to look it up. TV tropes: bad guy kills dog to show he is. I think it's like specifically puppies too. Yeah, it's shoot the dog. Fuck them. I don't like them. I hope they eat shit. And I love that they open the the door and they're like, "Haha, surprise! This is a private party." <laughs> I love jazz. But seeing this, oh no, wait! It's, it's like kick the dog. It's kick mm. the dog. I think it's kick kick the dog and shoot the dog is very similar. Um, I don't remember what Shoot the Dog is for, but Kick the Dog is when a character does something evil, cruel, or very mean for no apparent gain because the author wants to demonstrate that they are not a nice person and shift audience sympathy away from them. Puppy Punter. Puppy Punter? <laughs> it's a very funny name to This is often very, shown very by horrible. a character hurting a dog. Because, like, anyone can kill a human, but an actual monster only kills puppies. Yeah, like, an actual monster only shoots a dog for no apparent reason. The fact that they didn't even, like, kill, like, this human sentry, they killed the dog. They just killed the dog. The guy is un unconscious, as far as we can tell. Yeah. Like, uh, who found them? Wheeljack. Wheeljack did. Wheeljack. Because Wheeljack can discern that the dog is dead, but he doesn't say anything about the human. He does say evidence of blunt, blunt force trauma to the head. He doesn't say anything about the human being dead, though. Yeah, so that human is quite possibly alive. They just wanted to point out that the dog was dead. I'm just glad they didn't add blood. Yeah, that would have been too much for me. I don't like yeah. blood. I would have, I know, I would have been like, oh my god, that makes it so much more real, because the dog looks just unconscious in that, and it makes me help deal with it, like, he's not dead, he's not dead, it's just playing pretend. And he's <laughs> just sleeping. He's just sleeping. This he's scene, like, with do. the context, yeah? He's doing what horses do in movies, where they have to train the horse to, like, fall down, and then, like, they, and then, like, you see it, and you can see them, like, breathing and stuff, and be like, you're being such a good horse. You're being a good boy. You're such a good boy. Uh, this scene with the context of uh, of later, uh, it's like it's really sinister. Because oh yeah, they're taking away a fake body. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, like, they they want them to think that Sunstreaker is just completely dead. Yeah, and they're trying to cover up the evidence. But in actual reality, they just took, like, a car that looks a yeah. lot like Sunstreaker. Or they got one made. Because, like, I'm pretty sure, I don't remember if this is, like, the end of issue two or the beginning of issue three, but Jimmy starts, like, looking around at, like, at, like the car corpse. <laughs> the car corpse, yes. <laughs> it's not even alive <laughs> in the first place. And he's like, this is made of a super light alloy that's only made by, like, three companies. And I'm like, first of all, Jimmy, how the fuck? Second of all. I Jesus. think it's in issue three. Because yeah, I don't remember thing. that I started, I started reading issue three a little bit early because I was like, I remember me reading this. Mm. There is so much shit that just goes down. It's pretty horrifying. You might get a little bit uncomfy later simply because, like, I don't remember, but I was just like, this is weird. And then I'm, like, looking back on it, like, oh, that was just body horror. Ugh, I don't, I don't like body horror. It's Well, it's me. not, like, super explicit. It's more implied. It's nothing that's in your face, but it is kind of like a whole, like, yeah, if you think about it, it's really fucked up kind of deal. Mm, okay. Also, Optimus! I thought all human, I'll live. I thought all sentient life was sacred, or whatever you say. Well, these motherfuckers killed his friend, so they're off the table. Yeah, and like the dude, that dude is dead. That dude is fucking dead. That dude's dead. Also, the fact that they're just electrifying them, and then they just fire a fucking mortar. The police are coming. And then Arc-19, and they're looking at the corpse, and they say, uh, what was it? Apparently- Then they just blow up the fucking building. Yeah. There's chance, however faint, that Hunter's still alive. And then- Oh yeah! I actually thought for a moment that, like- um, the dude that was driving the truck was actually just Optimus because I thought originally that his holoform looked like Peter Cullen and I had forgotten, but no, that's the fucker in the truck taking away the corpse, and Optimus just stands in front of him. Yeah. The most effective way to, like, kill someone. <laughs> Stand in front of the truck. Oh my god, you know what I just noticed? What? Last panel on the last page. The Fire news anchor, ass. her name is R.C., her name is RC. Hold on, I'm like fucking going. I'm going. Her name is RC Arthur. <laughs> T span. Oh my god. This was written by um fucking Simon <laughs> Furman. Uh, so I don't I don't think that uh the reference was made by him. I think it was made by the actual artist. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that in a lot of things, artists have plenty of impunity when it comes to designs. I think that uh, maybe in some cases, like, the artist has, like, the artist might get directed in how a character is designed. Yeah. Anyway, um, after, yeah, anyway, we just skipped over, like, a massive fucking chunk of shit. <laughs> just, yeah, anyway, um, Optimus Prime stands in front of a truck and fucking destroys it. It's and really funny. And then the funny. cops come. And then the cops come. Whoop whoop. <laughs> There's fire in his eyes. <sighs> Instant diagnosis. It's his not optics are blue in this one. Yeah, this is nice. His optics. I think Wheeljack's optics keep changing because, like, in one they are green, and then in another, the other cover, and one they're. No, wait, in this one they're red, but in another cover they're green. It's weird. Yeah, they keep changing. Make it blue and get it over and done with. Anyway, the fact that so, the fact that uh, Ratchet immediately looks at the body and just goes, "That's not Sunstreaker. That's like a fucking fake." Yeah, he's like, "Same make, model, same styling. Someone's gone to great lengths to make it look like Sunstreaker, and done a possible job of it. But in the end, it's just a car." So then the whole thing in Lebanon was staged. Like, yeah, that's what that means. Sunstreaker's alive. Yeah. Real and like, he's like, who the fuck did this? Why would they do it? Why would they want Sunstreaker? And I'm like, oh, honey, you don't even know. And I do. And it's scary. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to know, but I do know. Biological containment zone. They have a little plates in the ship just to shove people. Because they're like, we don't want your germs everywhere. 
I don't want your filthy human hands anywhere near this body. I mean, think about it. Like, we have, like, oil and stuff. And, like, we spread, like, bacteria. And I imagine, in some cases, that's not very good for certain parts of the ship. Like, biological contaminants can cause problems, probably, for for some parts of the ship. So they just don't want people getting in there. Also, like, this is, like, a giant ship made for giant robots. If a human gets lost, there's no way they're being found. (laughs) They're in the walls. They can't get out. It could be. They could be, like, walking for two days and still not be to the other side of the ship. Yeah. We, We have such tiny strides compared to them. Yeah. Be the so next small. Republican. Of course he's a fucking Republican. Of course. He's a fucking Republican. What Republican wouldn't be like that? Yeah. Anyway, this is where shit starts getting weird and we got handled. I think this is where mass displacement is first talked about. Really? Oh. Because yeah. this is where they give Megatron the gun form. This is how they make that shit canon. Interesting. Do you want, like, a little, like, synopsis of what happens? Yes. Okay, so I kind of read into a little episode three a little bit. So basically in Russia, there's this other country, or in some sort of Slavic country, there's another country that I called it's, like, hold on, let me find its name. Uh, uh, let me find it. Hold on, I have to flip through it immediately. So it's called Brasnia, and it's, mm. like, a fake country. And they're called armed, they're like separatists. It's like a country that wants to separate from the rest of the other country. So basically, um, I th- I don't know if they're a facsimile, a facsimile or whatever. But um, uh, basically what happens is that he makes a deal with, um, with Megatron. And Megatron mass shifts into a gun mode. And he tells, like, everyone to, like, get the fuck back because it's not without a fallout. And, like, he just... <laughs> the fucking shot is so big compared to him. Hold on, I have to show you, like, a screenshot. Okay. Because it's, like, so fucking big compared to this one guy. Anyway, basically what the Decepticons are trying to do is that they're trying to start, like, an actual war. Similar to, like, a Cold War, almost. It's, like, what happens, like, what what's what people feared with, like, the Cold War happening a lot. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about that. Yeah. And, um... Basically, the Decepticons are trying to do it so that way, like, it'll go to, to, like, nuclear conflict because they're just trying to start it, so, and all this. But, like, they blow up, like, an oil line or whatever they're called. An oil, like, what are they called? Oil rig? Not an oil rig. Um, It's, like, a line. It's, like, a big line of just pipe that goes across. Pipeline? Pipeline, yes. An oil pipeline. They blow it up, and they're, like, this is sabotage. And, like, they send tanks and shit. And, like, one of the commanders is, like, you know what? When you get to my age, like... They're gonna start talking, and then the tank next to him blows up because Blitzwing is in disguise as one of the, I think, like a Soviet tank or whatever. Because for some reason, the Soviet Union is still around, even though it shouldn't be. It collapsed. It would have collapsed almost like a decade ago, I think, by this point. Mm. But it's interesting. Basically, it's the start of how, like, the Decepticons try to, like, start, like, the collapse of human civilization as we know it. Like, basically trying to go and make, like, two countries immediately go for the nuclear option. Goddamn. Interesting. Well, uh, excited for that. Show up. Yeah. Excited for that. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the podcast. Uh, the episode. This has been the episode. Not the podcast. This has been the episode. Uh, we are recording a lot in advance. (laughs) So by the time this comes out, the movie will be out. Uh, It'll have been maybe a month since the movie has come out. Uh, I'm not even going to go see it until, like, I can make sure I can get into the theater. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, uh, we're recording, like, way in advance. It's June right now. Uh, and this episode it's will May. probably come it's out. It's May. It's not it's June. Fucking it's May. May. Fuck, it's May. It's literally May 13th. It's not... It's not... That it's not late even in the month. Why June. did I confuse it with June? Um, but well, yeah, it's May, and this episode will probably come out in like mid July. Fun. By the time that uh this episode comes out, uh, maybe my uh my other podcast, the first episode will have come out as well. Uh, falling into Aya, remember it? 
I'll uh, put the link in the description. Uh, there's also uh, the represent scene. Uh, by the time this comes out, uh, the uh, pre-orders will have like already finished because pre-orders are uh, are like uh, gonna be posted very soon. Right now in May, I don't know if the um, to be gentle zine and peace through tyranny zine will still be available uh, to join by the time this comes out. Either way, I'm gonna put the links in the description. Um, uh, so that you can like check it out. Uh, Kage is like super cool. Um, they're very cool. Ignore what everyone says about them. They're cool. They're very cool. They're very like, cool. All that drama. Push it aside. They're very cool. Yeah, they're very cool. Ignore the drama. In the podcast, you can find us on a. You can find us uh, on Twitter at aboacs underscore pod. You can find us on Tumblr at all because of a curly straw podcast. You can find us on Kofi at aboacs. That's it. Uh, all our links will be in the description. Thank you for listening. I'm gonna go for a walk just to try and get all this food out of me so I can ingest more sushi. Uh, bye! Bye. <laughs>